Welcome in, everybody. This is the Too Fat to Play podcast. I know you're disappointed there was no intro. Fun fact, it's the offseason. There's not a lot of football happening right now. Guys, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. I mean, we are the Cardinals here. Um, you might as well just call me John, call you Gannon. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't even know if that's his name. He's not going to be there next year, so what's it? what's it matter? What's it matter? Guys, it's rough out here. It's hard out here for a pimp. But we're going to go through some things that we've got. Um, I mean, we, we, we feel like we've wasted a lot of our talking points in the uh, pre-show warm-up for this thing. But we're going to uh, get into it. It's Tomorrow is schedule release day. Obviously, some of you are like, now wait a minute. This is supposed to happen on Wednesday. Um Really thought the storm yesterday was going to be a little more impactful than what it was. Man, it was looking like it was supposed to be rough. And, I mean, it rained pretty good for a little bit, and that that's a, that was about it. But, for safety reasons, we decided let's not put Ryan and Haley on the highway. We don't want them to run into an issue. Um, Th- that issue being a spinning cloud that sits down uh, on top of things and moves them wherever it wants them to be. Yeah. So we decided to take yesterday off. Seemed like the right thing to do, but we're back. We're going to jump into it. Um, Obviously, if if you guys are paying attention to the league around us, not a lot's going on. Rookies are signing their rookie deals. Um, Jalen Carter went real fast to sign that pick at the number nine spot. Kind of shocked that he was the first first-round pick to sign his deal. Um, that was kind of, I mean, their contracts are kind of already set in stone per the pick. Yeah. But you can maneuver that money around, get a little bit more up front, lessen yeah. your cap hit some. Like, there's things you can do to, to get paid so today. Your, your total number's kind of set. But you can kind of work things around, you know, signing bonus, things like that. And the first first rounder inside the top ten kind of sets the tone for even the number one overall pick. Usually, it usually you're waiting on it, it's thirty two going down, and him to sign first was very interesting. Yeah. Um, but big news of the day um, right now. Big news, not only. If you're a Saints fan, not only if you're a football fan, but if you're a human fan, Foster Moreau, who was going through where he went to go sign his three-year contract with the Saints earlier this uh, offseason, found that that he had leukemia, has been medically cleared to play football, has signed his three-year $12 million contract that he was originally going to sign with the Saints, and will be playing football this year. Congratulations, Foster. I... I don't know what kind of medicine they got you on over there, but it's all—it's that good, good for sure. Yeah, yeah. The, it, it seems like the people that not not to label anybody here, but seems seems like those rich guys get better medication than I do. Um, it's because they're rich. That's fair. I mean, I can can't afford to take Zyrtex, so here we are. Um, but congratulations to Foster. That's awesome news to hear. You know, hope the best for that guy. I always thought he was a good tight end in Las Vegas. And hopefully having the same quarterback that didn't get you the ball enough in Vegas. But he doesn't have to worry about Darren Waller now. It's just Taysom Hill that takes both the reps from the tight end and the quarterback now. Hey, Taysom Hill's got to throw to somebody when he's not playing tight end. Pretty sure that's Chris Olave, but that's neither here nor there. Because God knows Michael Thomas won't be available. Hey, real quick. Speaking of of throwing, all right, I, I got something here for you. So, oh God! Justin Jefferson, number one receiver in the league, has been known on occasion, with a little trick play, to throw a pass or two. Okay. Okay. He ranks thirty sixth in the NFL in his specific stat. Now, in this same stat. Justin Fields ranks 34th. Okay, now I'm even more confused. You presented this to me earlier, and now now I'm even more confused. So, 
Who who are we attacking with this stat? You tell me. So, Justin Fields is 34th. He finished the season 34th in passing yards per game. Justin Jefferson finished 36th. I'm sorry. What? How can you not be romantic about the game of football? No, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe you, maybe, maybe you didn't hear my question. Um, let me, let me phrase it in a way that maybe you'll understand this time. What? <laughs> what do, you, what do you mean? Justin Jefferson finished 36 in yards per game passing. That I mean that Justin Jefferson finished 36 in uh, yards per game uh, passing. Yeah, he had the 30 out of all all people to throw the football. He was 36th on average per game. Was Kirk 37th? Didn't look. I seen what the st- what the numbers were. Kind of just moved on with my life. Bigger man than I. Bigger man than I. Um. What? <laughs> I, I thought you'd enjoy that. I am perplexed. Feels like the right word. Here's the thing now. I'm curious to see where does Christian McCaffrey land on that list now? He threw the ball like three times. He played quarterback. About six snaps. Huh. I am struggling with this mightily. It's such Um, a stupid stat. The NFL's a horrible place and so wonderful. And I still don't know what to do with that stat. (laughs) I feel like that has derailed me to a point that that should not be um, allowed. You're the one that usually ends up disconfused. What do you mean? I'm always this confused. There it is. That makes more sense. Um, so we're going to move past that, or I'm going to try to move past that. Um, news that we're still not real sure exactly how this is going to play out, what this is going to mean. Um, Matt Ariza. Punter. Wasn't it? Punt God. I mean, I wanted the Chiefs to draft him. Dude's got a leg. The, the Duke can punt the ball 80 yards. Um, was accused in a gang rape deal. Um, per eyewitness accounts, Matarizal was not at the the place where the those events allegedly, not allegedly, however you put it, happened. And he has been cleared of all any wrongdoing. Um, the NFL typically is a land of second chances. Um, I'm interested to see, but you see those second chances, that's for quarterbacks that are guilty. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I will give you that one. (laughs) I mean... He didn't actually, you know, rape somebody, so nah, we don't want him back. I'm I'm interested. To I see. wonder why we're never going to become a real NFL podcast. You know, you could you could wonder, you could wonder. Um, I don't I don't feel like I'm going to sit up at night wondering why, but I have other reasons to sit up and and think. No, I don't. There's <laughs> nothing going on upstairs, man. Um, I just sit up. He that feels like a. He feels like very much like a one year, minimum contract. God, I hope so. Um, I mean, because imagine him not getting a chance. Especially if a guy goes down. Um, but he very much, that feels like one of those teams that's salary strapped. The Rams, for instance. Right. Salary strapped. You're like, hey. You want a chance to prove you're back. You deserve to be in this league. Here's your chance. 
Um, you know, the Bills signed a, signed a punter long term. Um, so I'm I'm interested to see where and how he ends up. Um, and I hope it's back in the league. If if he is truly innocent, I hope he ends up back in the league because the the dude made the punt game extremely extremely interesting. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we are about 24 hours as of recording from the NFL schedule release. There seems to be leaks coming out. I'm not sure what to believe and what not to believe. What I can believe is the international schedule has been released. Um, Jacksonville is further cementing them, their identity as the London Jaguars. They play both weeks four and five. Well, it's because, uh, oh God, what's his name? Sa- Tony Sasha. Con- Tony Be- Khan. I was going to say Sasha Barrett Cohen, uh, knowing that's not his name. Mr. Borat himself. Uh, <laughs> he looks like Fat Borat. That's profiling. We're moving on. Continue your point, sir. He's literally requested every game. That's all I was going to say. Yeah, I mean... He, he but, has. He, he went to the NFL and he said, if we're playing in London, we are playing in London. Yeah, and I don't think it's a bad plan by his because I think the, the Jags are or appear to be London's favorite team. Um, granted, they get to watch them play every year, so makes sense. Um, but they are doing something they haven't done, and they will actually play back-to-back weeks in London. Really? They are. That's going to give them a home team or a home field advantage, it feels like. See, I kind of thought the same thing because I, you figure they're just going to spend the week in London. Right. Um, but they host week four. They host the Falcons in London. And then I think they're actually the away team in week five, but they play the Bills at Tottenham Hotspur. So they play back-to-back games overseas, which is a first for the NFL. Um, week six, back at Tottenham, Ravens, Titans. Week nine, the Dolphins get lucky. Tyreek doesn't have to come back to Arrowhead. They play Kansas City in Frankfurt, the first game to be ever ever to be played in Frankfurt, Germany. The second game, obviously, right. in Germany. Oh, and that and, first game in Germany was electric. Which is weird because the, they, the NFL's not going back to Munich this year. I don't feel that that's going to stop Germany from I being... don't either but I feel like Munich was such a, such an environment. I thought they would go back in year 2, but both both games are getting played in Frankfurt. I don't know if that's a bigger stadium. I I do not know right. the stadiums over there. Right. Um if it is, it makes sense considering what the wait line or wait list was for tickets in Munich. But I thought with the environment that Munich provided, because that was one of the best football environments I've ever seen. I really thought they would go back. Um, But then week 10 in Frankfurt again, Colts, Patriots. um, Probably going to miss that game. So I'm I'm interested to see what, what it ends up being with this schedule um i I really want to see how frankfurt turns out in comparison to munich um i know they're both german cities they're both you know whatever i'm interested to see if there's any change because i loved what munich brought last year that was an absolutely phenomenal show that the crowd put on um and and i hope i hope we get to see that out of germany again um Say it feels like, to me, it feels like the London games are a little more of an event, um, and, and it's it's just kind of a a mosh, a menagerie of people. The Munich games felt like a football atmosphere. It did. It when you were, it's very weird to watch. Like you said, the, those London games. There's not a lot of crowd noise. You might hear a couple of tra- chants here and then, uh, now and then. You might get the wave, um, something to that nature. When it was in Munich last year, it was a college atmosphere. It was insanity. It was the 
thing I can attribute it the most to was is being at Arrowhead while the Chiefs are on defense the entire time. <laughs> and that's incredible. So I I really think that it's just going to I I feel it's going to be the same thing. Germany that country's not much bigger than the state of Kansas. So I don't know exactly what the distance is between Munich and Frankfurt, but um I couldn't imagine it being more than 3 or 4 hours. And I I and I get people in uh overseas there. It's a four and a half hour drive. Four and a half. So obviously for us, four and a half is nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean Them, that's that's a warm up to a day's worth of driving. Right. That's, you know. You wake up at six, everybody gets wakes up from their nap out of the car around nine thirty. Oh God, how long well, stop in about an hour, you get breakfast, you drive for another sixteen. Yeah. Like that's yeah. a good American road trip. Yeah. I mean I have full intentions of working a full day at work. Here in July, I will work all day, get off at three. I'll probably leave literally, get off around three on Monday, drive to Cheyenne, Wyoming, which is a nine and a half hour drive, yep. go to bed around midnight, get up, and then drive the next 12 hours into Reno. Actually, I think it's 15. Regardless, it's two easy days worth of driving. Simple. Yeah. Uh, you do it once, and as long as you made it out alive, and you're not going through a really terrible part of the country. I'm going through western Kansas twice. Yeah, and southern Wyoming. And southern Wyoming. And eastern Utah. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> oh, and Nevada. Oh, that's rough. That's rough. I remember coming through Nevada, moving out here from California. God, I was eight. Imagine an eighteen or an eight-year-old in a sixteen-hour car ride. My parents claim it was twelve. I'm saying sixteen. Don't care. It was rough. Speaking of children, I saw the post your mom made on Facebook the other day of your, of your old family photo. Oh God, yeah, that was rough. Holy shit, are you awkward, bud? I was. So I actually remember that family photo. I know we're getting way off topic. We didn't have much to talk about, so you guys just strap in and hold on. Uh, no, I was... Eventually, there will be beer involved in this. <laughs> Very soon. Hey, quick update. Should be closing on a house pretty soon, which means full-time recording studio. We don't have to post up in a spare bedroom that is occupied. <laughs> um, no, no kidding. We can... No more... Uh, Cricket and uh, t-shirt presses in our way every time we try and record. We will have a dedicated recording area, which is phenomenal. That being said, uh, I do remember that family, that set of family pictures. I hate getting pictures taken. Like, if you catch one we of me. Tell. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, even to this day, I hate posed pictures unless, like... I mean, the wedding was different. That We were having a great time. Th that didn't bother me, but just, we're going to... We also started drinking six hours in advance. Like I said, we were having a good time. Um, So, yeah, I didn't want to be there. I didn't like the shirt. I hated... I My shirt was tucked in. I hated tucking in my shirt then. And now I'm fat, so I really hate doing it now. I was just pissed off the entire time. And mom had said one more, and I was done. I was fucking done and over it. And obviously, that was the picture she took. Or she she wanted. So, yeah, that was, that was rough. That was... I did not mean to derail us uh, that hard right there. I mean, what else are we going to talk about? I, I mean, we could just straight up talk some football. Just let it happen. I, I would say yes. Um, I think me and Ryan have had an idea of what we're going to do here. Um, we're going to get a little less immediate live. Um, all right, I guess a little further from being immediately live. I think we're going to try and do some weekend sessions where we just sit down 
one-to-one beer in hand talk football. Um, we feel like that's kind of what we got into this to do. Um, we've been a little more structured than I think we had originally anticipated. So we're going to try some things in this offseason just to see how it works, how it feels, what it's like. Especially once we're able to get down, um, hopefully into my basement, get a couple of comfortable chairs, get a good recording table. Wait, you don't like you don't like the dining room chair that you have to record it? You know, it's done great for the last 55, 56 episodes. I'm ready to upgrade. Here, I thought we were friends. So, no, I'm excited to just sit down and talk football. I think we should do just a little bit tonight. Um, And I I don't know if you had any way of just kind of kicking it off, but I'll start with the big picture. if, If you've got one, feel free. What's this season going to be like? Oh, so we're just jumping into the into the big ones, huh? Um, like who who you obviously you know where I already want to go with this because we've had this discussion a billion times in the past. What teams are going to jump out, surprise us? What teams should and are expected to that are going to fall flat? And then what teams were in the race last year? that aren't going to be there this year. So my my problem with that, it, I guess picking that, is you, you know you're going to have some of those teams that make the big change. Um, for right now, I feel like it, it, one of those teams, those teams that are going to be your shockers could very well be in the AFC South. Um, I feel like Houston and or Indianapolis could do something this year that that catches you off guard. Um, I completely agree, especially with the Indianapolis pick. I loved Anthony Richardson at four. I feel like they kind of nailed the draft. Um, I, other than trying to take over a pover- poverty franchise for tampering, they haven't really fucked up this offseason, it feels like. Yeah, uh, I mean, Indianapolis is... And I feel like maybe that's an easy pick, um, but I also, I also genuinely believe that Anthony Richardson is not starting Week One. Really? No. I mean, I I legitimately believe that for the first probably six weeks, I think Gardner Minshew is going to be the starting quarterback in Indianapolis. I obviously I don't hate the idea of Gardner Minshew coming in and being a starting quarterback. I think. And, and there's already been some some leaked reporting of this that that Anthony Richardson's going to get some time before he's thrown in, um, and we all know we all know who Gardner Minshew is. Um, he he's going to be electric for a couple of games. He's going to be shit for a couple of games. Those kinds of things are just going to happen. He's a likable Baker Mayfield. Yeah, it, I mean, and I mean, statistically, I I, he is he's very much. Baker Mayfield. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like, everybody wants to tell me that I hate on Baker Mayfield. And I do. I'm not going to sit here and defend what I'm not going to defend. I'm not going to defend Baker Mayfield. He was drafted too high. He was hyped up. The same guy that's got a fucking mullet and handlebar mustache nine months out of the year that looks like Southern Jesus, I'm I mean, pretty sure is Southern Jesus. I mean, I'm pretty sure he can throw the football over the mountains over there. But why is he constantly a backup? But And why are we still trying to make Baker Mayfield, this is his chance in Tampa Bay, is it? I see, I'm, I'm really interested in what Tampa Bay looks like this year. They just like, signed I, John Wolford. I'm aware. I'm aware. I, Oh no, you've got three different types of uh, Baker Mayfield, including Baker himself. Say, I'm. My deal with Tampa is I really want to know if Kyle Trask gets a shot to start. And my my only concern is that he doesn't. Mine too. I just also don't think that Kyle Trask is going to be a good quarterback. This is bad that we have a podcast together because we're we're typically on the same page. 
I, I didn't no, love I Trask in Florida. He, it, does he have upside? Absolutely. He's an NFL quarterback. Every quarterback in the NFL can be great for one period. For God's sakes, Nick Foles holds the NFL record for touchdown-to-interception ratio for a season. Nick Foles. I don't know if you heard that. I said Nick Foles, the guy who just got cut by Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. And by the way, one of these days we'll have to talk about weirdest weirdest careers. Nick Foles has the number one spot. I, I don't think anybody can beat him out for it. The dude has a statue and has been cut by every other team he's played for. And I'm pretty sure including the one that he has the statue for. Um, But, you know, continuing what we were talking about, getting back onto teams that could surprise you, could falter, I have... I have an idea of one of those teams that could surprise you, and I think you're going to look at me like I'm stupid because of me saying it. It's in the NFC East. It's not your beloved commanders. We know they're going to suck. Yes, they are. And you're right. I, I don't know why. I do have an affinity for the commanders. I, I, I just always have. I don't know what it is, and I really don't know where this feeling's coming from. Because it is new to me once we hit this segment. I swear to God, if you say the Cowboys, I'm jumping across this table. I have bad news. God damn it. You can't clear the table. I think the Cowboys might win the NFC East. I still think they get beat. You're pissing me off because I was going to say the same (laughs) goddamn thing. Austin, (laughs) uh, here's the thing with the Cowboys, all right? They aren't anything... To me, they're still not better than NFC Divisional game. They're going to look dominant all the way up there. Say, I think I have a reason of why I might believe this, though. Is it people talking up Dak Prescott the last two weeks for some reason? No, for, for some reason, this has been the quietest Cowboys offseason I've ever experienced. Well, that's just because... Free agency's over, and they haven't made any trades. And I can't even say they nailed the draft. They had a good draft. And we all know the NFC East is a revolving door of who wins. Something, and it's weird because I don't know that the Cowboys are going to be any good either. But if I had to say the, the surprise that I would, what I wouldn't see coming, what the one that would shock me would be the Cowboys winning the NFC East. And yet, for some reason, I can totally see the Cowboys winning the NFC East. I don't think the the Giants... I think the Giants will be decent. I think they'll be a playoff contending team. With Brian Dable at head coach, I think that team's going to perennially be there. With Daniel Jones at quarterback, I think they're going to perennially be there. I, I think that I think your ceiling and your floor are just about tied because your quarterback can't be greater than that and your head coach can't be worse than that. Right. And it's such a predicament. It... Yeah, but you had your out, and then you signed the dude to a long term. I'm not. Yeah, no, you had. You're right. The Giants had their out. They had every possible. God, like uh, just for a second, imagine with me, right? Saquon Barkley, Lamar Jackson. You can stop right fucking there. He was up for the taking. What? Give up the two first. Go get him. And you didn't. And kudos to Baltimore for finally paying the man, and kudos to Lamar for getting paid. Way too long. That was one of the... That and the Jets, the two best bets he ever had to go win a Super Bowl. And don't get me wrong. With the Jets, I don't think that... I legitimately don't think the Jets were interested because the Jets had zeroed in on Aaron Rodgers, and that was their that was their plan A, their plan B, and their plan C. And guess who's going to fall flat on their face because of it? Yeah, I know. I know your take on the on the Jets. I still think the Jets are going to be a problem. And don't get me wrong, it, that team that team be, could, that team could be a Super Bowl contender, and I'm still not sure they win that division. So here's my issue with the Jets, and I know, guys, welcome to Austin and I talking football. Um, the issue with the Jets is Aaron Rodgers has the exact same fucking pieces he's been throwing to 
for the last three goddamn years that he needs more help. And then they brought in all the same guys. It, yeah, it did. Under, it's not that they brought him in because they wanted to. You think they wanted to trade Eli Moore? I don't know if they wanted to. I, think I don't know wanted... that the Jets wanted to. I think Eli saw the writing on the wall, especially after last year. I, I think Eli kind of got You bring in point. a good, young talent. You bring in Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, Derek Carr. You bring in anybody other than, I might retire next week. The one thing I will give Aaron, and I, I it shouldn't be credit, it shouldn't be kudos for, I mean... Most quarterbacks aren't, but Aaron is actually at practice right now, which is shocking to everybody that's ever known Aaron Rodgers. Well, and or it's Payton's also Jewish very career. weird because rookie mini camps are supposed to be. I thought this was all rookie mini camps, and you have to either be recently signed with the team, a rookie. Ah, oh, that's he's right. Been, he's recently, recently acquired. Signed. Okay, yep. I, um, I the age thing kept getting me there. But yep. no, you're right. You're right. So he he is recently acquired. He can be a part of some of it. the rookie mini camp. He can't be a part of the workouts around the work around the rookie mini right. camp. He can be. Right. Um, the team the team organized workouts. He can be a part of, and he is being a part of that, which is shocking for Rogers. I mean, he hasn't done that in twelve years. Um, but I think. I honestly think Aaron might actually look at this as his last chance to win a championship. And I I don't see why he would. You've had three great teams in Green Bay. I'm not ready to give up on Matt LaFleur as a head coach. I think Matt LaFleur is going to be an interesting one. I think he's going to get I think he's going to challenge the NFC North this year. I also think he's going to get dog-walked in the NFC North this year. Um, I I think the, the Packers are going to make a decision, and honestly, it might be a damn good thing that he's the Packers head coach, a team known for holding on to their head coaches. Um, because this year, I genuinely believe they're going to have a decision to make. Um, and I, I think you're going to have to pick is it Jordan Love's fault and can it be fixed? Or is it Matt LaFleur's fault and can it be fixed? Because the, I think the Lions, if I if you made me pick right now, gun to the head, I'm picking the Lions to win that division. I'm not. You're not? I am. This draft showed, showed the Lions who they really are, and I'm very sad. They fucked this draft. The more I look at it, the more of an I, I I was thinking like a C C minus. The more I look at this draft, that's an F. The, and the it's draft an F was solely on taking a running back in the first round, and then trading away a pro, a proven young vet. It's not a he's not old. He's not Frank Gore back there. He's been in the league like three years, four mm-hmm. years. You trade him away, but he played a, for Georgia, so he had to go to Philly. That is so dumb. And I've also got some. I've I'm not so high on Philly this year. How many times have they been? I mean, I, ju- I just picked them to lose their division. I, no, I get that. But <laughs> if Philly were to not make the playoffs, I wouldn't be surprised. I would just because of how poor the NFC is in, in whole. See, and that's where I think it's going to change this year. I, I feel like the NFC, for some reason, I don't think the NFC is better than the AFC. Because I, I can look at the AFC right now and go, dog, dog, dog. He's in the AFC, dog. You guys know exactly what TikTok I'm referencing there. All right? The AFC is stacked. Uh, AFC football is so fun to watch right now. I mean, and it's, we'll say it, it's because of the quarterbacks. It, all because of the quarterbacks. I, I mean, you, you, you look at AFC rosters, you go Mahomes. MVP, Super Bowl champ, Hall of Famer. We can put him there. It's fine. I know it. I know it's early in his career. What two in five years? Three he, appearances. He, he retires today. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Anybody disagreeing with that get fucked. I'm not here to make friends tonight. Obviously. Josh Allen. One of the, one of the most scary talents we've seen in the NFL. 
Joe Burrow, one of the greatest game, I, I hate to say it, game managers, the Tom Brady, the Tom Brady <laughs> style of game manager. I, I don't even consider that to be a bad thing anymore. I, I, I think you, have, in in context, the way I label game managers, I don't put it there but like I, I i do believe there are tiers of well, game we, management right you know and, you've and got you've got alex smith great game manager was he a great quarterback not really was he great in his own sense yes and then you've got you know the tom brady is the step above it and then you have basically every backup quarterback that's ever played in the nfl below that right um and then baker mayfield <laughs> i had to it was it was a low-hanging fruit I had to do it. I know. It's the only one you can reach. Um, I'm still taller than him, right? No. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you are the same height as Bryce Young, though. Uh, I'm not too high on... I... The Panthers are an interesting team for me. I don't it know that they're going to be me. very good this year. They are an interesting team because I know Frank Reich's a good head coach. I'm pretty sure Frank Reich's a good head coach. I think Frank Wright might be... I think there's a chance that Frank Wright might be able to be an almost decent, passable head coach. I'm getting the same feeling that I had about a Browns head coach a few years back, and it's his name's literally slipping my mind right now. Is it Freddie? Not Freddie Kitchens. Not no, Freddie Kitchens? God, no. no? Okay, well, that's good. No. Uh, oh, I think he's in Pittsburgh as a defensive. Hugh Jackson. That one, Hugh. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Total guess. No. It, like, I'm just starting to name fire. <laughs> I, I know. But, like, because a few years back, you looked at the Browns, you're like, man, they're just they're just that one piece away. Hugh Jackson's got this team rolling. All then, they needed was a pervert. And, and then you come to find out Hugh Jackson sucked. Like, for the longest time, it looked like he wasn't the issue. He did a great job of hiding it. Then he went one and thirty-one. Yeah, I he had like six or not six years. He had three years, I think, where he was. He turned it around in his first season, won like five games. Wow, that's bad. You turn it around to win five. Um, it's the Browns win five, six, and then I think they went five hundred, and then one and thirty-one. Well, like. With with one of the greatest left tackles in NFL history, Joe Thomas, man. If there's one guy I could just put on a different team, it might be that one. Just wild. And um, he wanted to stay. That was the craziest thing. That, oh, he loved the Browns. He loved the Browns. Still does love the Browns. I just, get it though. Like as much as I I. I love winning more than anything, but at the same time, when somebody's been good to you, it it's hard to. I mean, he made a lot of money. He had a good career. I mean he he was able to leave at a decent time. He had one significant injury in his career. I mean, he the guy loved football, but he loves Cleveland, and you know, can't fault the guy for loving somewhere that took a chance on it on you. Um, but. I'm just going to go ahead and ask you, how do you feel about Cleveland this year? Honestly, it's Cleveland. What are they going to do? What did Deshaun Watson show us last year that gives us any hope? Throw Jacoby Brissett back out there. I said it last year. I know he's not on the on the team anymore. So I was trying to think. I was like, I but think he's signed somewhere else. He did, and good for him because he knew And the Browns are going to Brown. They're going to be the same shit team that they always are. I've got no hope. This is probably going to all bite me in the ass because it's actually going to go out to the public. It's going to be on airwaves. There's going to be receipts of it. I've said it now out loud. So when nobody else could hear us, I was like 50-50, right? I'm fucked now. But I just... I could move on. Like... Okay. No, I mean that's that's fine. I mean I don't they're, I don't think they're losing the... a great running back who's at the tail end of his career in Kareem. 
I'm interested to see where where he eventually signs. I'm surprised he's hasn't decided. I feel like he could pick, honestly. And I know I'm going to say it out loud. You and I both know that it's never going to happen. You and I both want it to happen. A reunion up in Kansas City would be fucking incredible, especially with Isaiah and Jet. Oh, God. Yeah. Having that three-headed monster. Because Isaiah, Isaiah is like a hybrid between Jet and Kareem. He, he's quick, and he's not afraid to run you over. He can get tackled in space. Kareem's not getting tackled in space. Jet, you can't catch him in space. Mm-hmm. So it's the perfect three-headed monster. That won't happen. Correct. Um, Philadelphia won't do it because... Honestly, I think with, with the DeAndre Swift, that's I, exactly I, I don't think it makes sense for Philly to do it. Um, I think Buffalo the, needs to. I, I think the Bills are an interesting... Tampa Bay has been linked to Ezekiel Elliott. Why? <laughs> Go get Kareem. I, I'm out here. Just bring back Fournette. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go sign Zeke, just bring back Leonard Fournette. Who I've seen linked to the Broncos, actually. Um, that just that doesn't even... like When he went from Jacksonville to the Bucks, I, you go, huh, that looks a little odd, but okay. That would not look right in any way, shape, or form. Ooh. I don't like that. Okay. So, since we're rolling on some bad teams, what do you think the Broncos are going to be this year? That literally depends on number three. Sean Payton, I have the utmost confidence in to turn a team around. I don't know what Russell Wilson's going to show up. If it's three years ago, hell, two years ago, Russell Wilson, where... You could let Russ cook, and he, if it's egotastic, Russ, um, welcome back to mediocrity. Sorry. Mediocrity's up there. The Broncos are right here. Like. You, you can't ride that over. <laughs> um, nah, man, I'm. The Broncos, I, I Broncos fe- have done a lot of good. I feel like I'm going to end up hyping myself up to putting the Broncos back in conversation. Um, right now I can't do it. Say I, I can see that there's a large visible step between chiefs, chargers, Broncos, Raiders. There's a visible step there. Um, I think the Broncos, I think Russ has to figure it out some in some form, at least a little bit with Sean Payton, a head coach. The plays are going to be cleaner. Again, we're still not sure Nathaniel Hackett knows how to call his plays. Uh, another reason I'm down on the Jets. It's fair. Um, so I'm I'm interested to see what it what it looks like in totality there. Um, I just it. We've said it a billion times. The NFL is what have you done for me now? Russell didn't do any. He didn't even end the campaign last year on a high note. If he started looking better. And starting to get some sort of rapport with his guys, he didn't. He didn't, and it was oh, I agree. and he was starting to lose the locker room like he had been the entire season. But it was starting to get public. I I don't see it happening. Okay, they're um, gonna have to. Sean Payton, I don't think will get fired. Um, obviously they can't fire him, but and he knows that it's gonna be a long road. Uh, otherwise, he likes projects. He did the same thing with the Saints. Um, but I, I can see them over the next two years being like, all right, your cap hit now fucking can go away. Get the fuck out of here. Your cap hit can go away. Get the fuck out of here. You have some trade value. You're gone. You have trade value. You're gone. You tight end room. There's 30 of you and you're all great. You're gone. You're gone. You're gone. Undrafted guy, come back. Hey, hey, Sean Payton, I, I do have one request. Can we get Mikey O back involved in, the, or Albert O back in with this damn game plan? Because I, Albert, I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name because I can't. O is phenomenal at the tight end position. Was my fantasy draft crush all draft season long? I was so ecstatic. I got him in both leagues. I cut him by week three. 
I was so sad. Oh, yeah. She's, I, my tight end draft crush, usually pretty good. Granted, the last two years, it's been Albert O and Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas was having a great season, tore his ACL. I got another team I'm kind of high on right now. And it, it's... I'm going to get the shit for it. Their first round draft pick knocked it out of the park with tight end. The Buffalo Bills, that offensive attack feels... Shocker, the Bills fan thinks the Bills are going to be good. There we go. Now, I... I'm still concerned with what their offense is going to look like in terms of play calling. Because if we continue to see the Cam Newton, it's over for Josh Allen. His career's over at that point. If we get to see a little bit more of Brian DeBall and what they instilled, that team's scary. And having uh, uh, Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid on either side, Stephon Diggs, Taylor Gabriel, and then for the love of God, sign a fucking running back. Trade. Trade a fucking running back. I think they've got a really good one on the roster. Zach Moss? No. Not Devin Singletary. No. Which I really I I shouldn't say that. I love Devin Singletary. I don't feel he gets enough opportunities. Um I'm trying to think who else is on their roster. Uh James Cook. I think they have a running back on that roster. I don't think they used him enough. Odd odd thing. Do you know what James Cook's middle name is? I'm, I'm sure you know that James Cook has a brother in the NFL. Yeah, it's Dalvin. Okay. Correct. Do you know what Dalvin's middle don't name is? It. <laughs> it's fucking James, isn't it? It is. Jesus. How original is that naming? Sorry to get you sidetracked. I do have one more team, and we'll, I think we're going to wrap this up. We've got tacos ready to go. I've got one team that I, I'm i going to label as a team that could be scary this year. And it's not something I really thought. I think it's a team that nailed the draft. And I think it's a team that's going to be a problem this year. And we've already mentioned their division. And honestly, I might pick them to win their division. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yes. Kenny Pickett coming on the last half of the season. He's got the weapons. They, Like you said, they nailed the draft. I don't, I don't hate the pick. I love it, to be quite honest with you. I think they might be in play to win that division. I really do. Because, I mean... I, it's, it's them and the Ravens. The Browns, I don't feel like are going to be there. And I mean, obviously the Bengals are going to be there. But I I think the Steelers might be... Now, that's not saying they're going to be the best team in that division. They just win it. No, because I, I th- AFC North teams play different. Absolutely. Especially when they're playing other AFC North teams. So, and that, that's it's so weird because a team could be 0-14... And get their one win of the season against a team with thirteen wins, yeah. <laughs> and you you can't even happen. be you can't even be surprised that it happens. No, I like I said I think I think Pittsburgh might challenge Cincy for that division, and and I realize there's a big difference between Kenny Pickett and then Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow, but. I also think there's a difference in head coaching. Mike Tomlin to... I I, I love John Harbaugh. I love John... I, I'm a Harbaugh guy. Yeah, we Mike know. Tomlin's... Mike Tomlin is next level. He is... He doesn't get discussed enough in terms of greatest best. coaches of all time. Yeah, mm-hmm. You hear Bill and Bill... There you, might be another Bill in there. Yeah, and then you hear Andy... Um, and that's it, really. Uh, other than Vince, yeah. But I, I Mike think, needs to be in. Yeah, that. Mike Tomlin absolutely deserves to be in that. And I am, I'm really liking what the Steelers are looking like this year. Um, 
with that, I know it's kind of an unceremonious end. We're going to try and get out of here. Um, look for some different things in the near future. The schedule's probably going to get a little screwy here, as we mentioned last week. Um, keep an eye on the socials. We'll have everything out there if, if things are getting jobbled up a little bit. And seriously, let, it, let us know what your feelings are with the episodes coming. Um, there's, there's going to be, and they'll probably just be titled like too fat to ramble or too fat ramblings or whatever. Um, let us know, let us know how you feel on those. Uh, cause there, there's going to be a little bit more of me, me and Ryan just kind of shooting the bull here. Um, and I think we, we're going to try once we get moved and once we get you moved and Doc, everything to, uh, if the, the appraisal was on Sunday, we literally seen them walking out of the house. Well, I know there's a sold house in, or a sold sign in front of your house now. So well, that so like shit's happened. We haven't heard anything. Solid. <laughs> um, so once we get once we get everything through, we're we're gonna try really hard to invest uh, in a couple of mics, a couple of more mics, and uh, maybe try to make this a little wider experience. But think on it. Let us know what you think. Let us know how you're feeling. Let us know what you're thinking about the NFL season coming up. Let us know what you think about the NFL offseason. Whatever you're feeling, shoot us a message. Let us know. Um, we're going to get out of here. We're fat. There's tacos that have been cooking since 9 o'clock this morning, and I'm going to go eat them. Be kind to each other. Love one another. And, Ryan, I'm not even going to try to guess what the fuck you're going to say. So I'm just going to ask or say and always remember go giants baseball season. I'm, I'm used to baseball season